What's up, y'all? Welcome to Three Brothers and a Shot of Milk. We're talking superheroes, movies, TV, video games, anime, action figures, comic books, and more. I'm Lawrence St. Victor. You got Jack Walker Pearson, Richard Wilson, Christopher St. Victor. Gentlemen, what's going on? What are you watching? What are you reading? What are you playing? How's your life been this freaking week? So I had to do a last minute trip to Louisiana for a gas, an oil and gas conference. And uh, it was interesting because on one side we had uh, like super duper hardcore Republican oil execs. On the other side, we had protesters and I had people yelling at me, telling me, telling me that I was ruining their ruining their country and go back to where I came from. Oh, so good times. Wow. Yeah. So it was. Yeah, it was like it was. It got so like it got that old heat. school racism to get. Yeah, you I mean, know. I don't know how I felt about some dirty hippie chick telling me where to go and what to do. I was like, eh, I don't know if that's really appropriate for you to be doing, but you know, do you? But uh, I got to watch. I got. I finished the uh, the Watcher on Netflix. Man, that hmm. thing is. It it left me unsatisfied. It's trash can water. <laughs> you know what? Like. At one point, I was like, is this a, I don't know. I'm not going to give any spoilers, but it just, I don't know. It's just unresolved. It did you did you find that it felt like anybody can write a mystery if you don't know how to end it? Mm. You can just have like it's red herrings all over the place. It's a mystery to the actors and the writers. <laughs> like, like, everybody, just it's a, such a mystery. Nobody knows what happens. Mad misdirection. And then you just never. But there's so much misdirection that. You, it's it's not even a, a a surprise because every angle is a misdirection. You know everything that's going to happen. Every progression is a misdirection. So you're like, you know, it's cool if it happens one or two times, but every, every single point, every single episode, every point, <laughs> it's a misdirect. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I like Ryan Murphy. I like his stuff. I like the stuff he does. But never watch it. And uh, I watched um, All Quiet on the Western Front, which was one of the best mm. war movies I've seen in a long. You saw it, Jack? That's what I keep hearing about it, though. Yeah, it's one of the mm. best war movies I've seen in a long time, and I watched mm. it dubbed, not subbed, Rich. And then uh, that's a German, right? yeah, that's yeah, it's based German, on the German army, right? It's World War One, so it's pre-Nazi, so it's it's a uh, Imperial oh, Germany. It? So yeah, it's it's it's, it's Germany. It's so, you know World War One was Germany, the Prussians, and the Austro-Hungary uh, Empire that mm. were trying to take over uh, Europe. And actually, the f- actual happened that the the events because Germany was so gutted after World War One that that's what led to the fascist regime and Nazis rising in, into World War Two. Hmm. Every time, I just feel like you got to have your own podcast on like history. <laughs> For real, <laughs> I mean, war and like geopolitics is super interesting. Man. <laughs> to you, <laughs> he talks about it. It's interesting. Well, you know what's even more interesting? You know, World War One started with one man with 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 Arch with Archduke Franz Ferdinand got killed. Haven't most wars been about one guy's? Yeah, pride? when he got when he got assassinated, that was the cat. That was the catalyst that plunged the world into the Great War. Were you like this in school? Like, yeah. were you just like in history class? You were just yeah, yeah. dialed in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in AP history and stuff like that and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, he's okay. a he's a hyphen. He's nerd and geek. <laughs> yes. Wow, big yeah. brain on this guy. <laughs> Rich, that, that, that's what that was going on in Orangeburg, Chris. Uh, Rich, that that's not what happened in Spring Valley. We was no, not. No, 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 we you know what my my sister told me? She said, "You know, Jack, comic books are still books. Those are facts. Blasphemy. They're, they are. They they're categorized under the books. Yeah, 
And I'm sure a lot of the stories are inspired by, you know, everything in history, right? And the mythology, all that stuff's inspired. All right. All right. Jack, your week. Well, I've had a long week of work. I was actually working on some, the Dungeons and Dragon movie that's coming out. Oh, some sure. uh, promo right. stuff. So built a replica set of that, which uh, the cast will be on, which is kind of cool. I watched maybe one of the best movies of the year. You know, I was actually pretty down on myself a little bit recently with the ranking I gave Black Adam. Really oh. put me in my mind. And I was thinking about the Star Wars and I was looking back over all the movies we've talked about and I was going, am I negative? I'm like, I'm hard on these movies. Am, am I un realistic and then i started thinking well what's it what is a 10 if black adam's a five what's a 10 in this genre or no i don't judge it on genre i judge it on movie and maybe that's the distinction because i started thinking well what are tens and i don't know that list is pretty small but i watched a movie that was pretty damn good bullet train yep yes i was I was like, okay, there's a movie that, for all intents and purposes, was true to the characters from beginning to end, had some unexpected twists that didn't feel cheap, had Mm -hmm. some cheap dialogue, but they were rooted in the characters, some stupid cameos that didn't take away from the plot, though. It was Mm -hmm. fun. They dialed up the stakes to a 10 and still didn't make it feel cheap. And there was comedy in it, but it it also didn't feel spoon-fed. And so I'm like... This kind of does everything right. It's an action, adventure, comedy, blockbuster film that I would say, mm, I don't know. I'm, I mean, that one might have been like an eight. Like mm-hmm. that one was enjoyable. I watched Terminator 2 again. Okay, like, you know, and, and that movie, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, this movie does it right. There's tons of comedy in it, like tons of comedy, but it didn't feel cheap. You know, I mean, Schwarzenegger's over there talking to a kid about, and the kid's like, you were going to kill him. He's like, yes, I'm a, I'm a Terminator. <laughs> like, he's just so factual, man. Like, that movie ticks so many boxes. And that guy's death scene in Terminator is iconic. Yeah. There's a scene where that guy, Miles Dyson, dies, and it's like an iconic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's Wait. like he does a hyperventilating. Oh, oh, Joe Morgan. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He does a hyperventilating that weird breathing thing, and he he's holding the bomb. Yeah, iconic, iconic choices, yeah. right? It's like a nine and a half, man. Oh, that movie was so good, and it and it holds it up. I and then I realized, I was like, I went back to watch Ring of Powers. I'm like, why am I? I still got one episode, and what I realized, three weeks ago, I finished the series, and it was so uneventful to me. I kept thinking there's one episode left. Oh, shoot. I kept thinking there was one episode. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I guess that is the end, huh? That that was the end? Damn, I watched Jack, it. That, that, that's not a ringing endorsement because that's your content. That is and your content. I haven't gone back you. and watched it. And I thought about going back and watching because they, the previews make it look so damn good. It looks <laughs> no. it, it is gorgeous. And there's, you know, it ends. I mean, it's it is an ending in hindsight. And I'm thinking about. It, I'm like, okay, yeah, I guess that's kind of where it ends this season. And then I watched again, again, two really good films this week. Um, again, maybe one of the best movies to come out this year. I just watched it this morning. Uh, came out last week. It's called The Banshees of Inishir, and mm. it's phenomenal. It's from start to finish, unexpected, 
hysterical without any of the actors playing at the comedy in it. Um, you're laughing while you're crying, while you're cringing. It's dark uh, and it's really masterful storytelling and gorgeous, gorgeous to watch. Um, it's Mark McDonough's latest film. McDonough won his Oscar for three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. You know, and this is him doing what he's been doing so well since, you know, the 1990s. Dark, phenomenal comedy storytelling. Just dramatic, though. And that's pretty much been my week. So Terminator 2, The Matrix, those are like our near 10s, if not 10s. And everything else is almost... Well, if you're looking at that genre, then sure, yeah. Well, I guess that's the genre question. Because, you know, if I look at... When we grade a movie, I'm not thinking genre specific i'm thinking where how how is this movie where does it rank that's tough for me because if i if i watch casino none of these joints <laughs> well that's what i'm saying that's why, <laughs> I, that's why, I, that's why to, I feel yeah. like sometimes we talk about these films and i give it a little score because i'm not comparing it to the other marvel or dc films i'm thinking you know i'm thinking eternal sunshine i'm thinking braveheart oh. i'm thinking citizen kane i'm thinking godfather i'm thinking what are tens you know what are at least in the 10 ballparks so I'm like, yeah, I'm not negative. I'm just, it's not a 10. Man. Sometimes, I, I don't know. Sometimes, I think I said this when we were reviewing Black Adam. I grade a movie not necessarily. Sometimes some movies are so perfect and so together that you're like, this is it. But sometimes you just grade a movie and how you feel after you're done watching the movie. And sometimes Absolutely. if it's a good time, then what else, what more do you want? But I feel that way about like the Transformer movies. They're not tens, but they're enjoyable, especially the first one. And I know what you're going to, you know what you're walking into so you can enjoy that experience. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's a... Yeah. And I guess I, I guess I, I know that there's rules in this genre and those rules make it so it can't be, you know, Kill Bill. It can't be Casino. It can't be The Godfather because the rule, there's rules in this. So I, I, I do judge it off of the best within the genre of sci-fi fantasy. You know, mm. it's like, yeah, but then you go back to the future falls into that category and it's way better. Back to the future is an anomaly, man. That, I, that movie's, I, yeah. I but think it's still that sets how you grade the test. You know, I think the only, I got to go back. I think the only nines I've given were like Spider-Man, no way home and the Batman. And I would, I, I would stand by that. Back to the future to me is like a 9.510 that, that fits to me. Back to the Future is a yeah, matrix. It's, it's that higher up. But I can't say Back to the Future is a 10 if I'm going to talk about like freaking the Godfather Part 2. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's a whole different. It's a different restaurant, man. <laughs> so, Rich, how was your week? I was busy working a lot. Um, what I've been watching... What have I been watching? Uh, I did 15 minutes of Crimes of... I have to write it down. 15 minutes of of Crimes of the Future on Hulu. You were talking about that, I think. How was that? Were we? No, you talking about Periphery, my bad. I got Yeah, Peripheral. Oh, I didn't catch up on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot to catch up on that. But yeah, 15 minutes of that. It is weird. I don't don't know what's going on. It's like some bio-futuristic mechanical stuff going on in there. Like homeboy was sitting in a chair eating, and the chair was like moving him around. It was it was weird. Is that it was weird. Convenient? No, no, it was didn't look convenient. It looked like it was very hard to eat because he was like with his hands putting food in his mouth, and the chair was just like this way. 
this live action or yeah it's live action oh, it was a uh, was a vigo vigo, vigo Mortensen? Mortensen? yeah and Kristen really? stewart's in it um yeah 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 it's it's hmm. weird it's weird i don't know if i'm gonna finish it but uh I, I, i'll give it a try it, it, it's like some i don't even know what a what a crime part comes in but he like he like grows an extra organ is like the few it's like a future some type of weird future i don't hmm. know very odd. Um, My Hero Academia, not caught up. I didn't watch it Saturdays. Uh, Chainsaw Man, still off on one episode. Me too, but that episode two. <laughs> Man. And um, I don't know why I did it to myself, but I watched Good Morning, and morning as in no, morning someone's death. Oh. With wow. Machine Gun Kelly. Oh. Okay. Uh, how was that? It was absolutely. It was. It was 2022, right? This is the this is when it was filmed, or at least released. Um, it it felt like it wanted to be a 2000, like an early 2000 film. It was something like like early 2000, like late 90s. I'm like, what what are we doing here? Like, what is it's going on here? You know what happens a lot of times? These older scripts that were actually written a decade or two earlier takes a decade or two to actually be made, and then jokes and references always feel oddly dated because they're saying it's a modern <laughs> film, but it's not a modern script anymore. Yeah. It, it was modern trash. That's what it was. Um, <laughs> Sorry for your loss. <laughs> and uh, that's uh, that's all I've been doing. Mm. That's all nice. I've been watching. Yeah. Uh, I, I watched and finished The Watcher and an enjoyable ride. Because that misdirection keeps you on the edge of your seat until that last episode. And you realize y'all were just pointing in different directions for the fun of it. Like, it didn't actually. <laughs> it didn't actually matter. This <laughs> didn't matter. And then the ending is kind of lame. But, like, you're going to be, like, on the edge. Because they have you looking everywhere for it. Um, I watched the first two episodes of Titans. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. It just dropped this week. Um I, I, you know, I gotta, I gotta set my palette for it because it's, it's not, it's a world where secret identities don't matter. It's a world where Batman's a jerk and it's f Batman. It's a world where you got Connor Kent, Superboy, flying around, jumping around, and Superman's not checking in on this kid that has his DNA. It's just, it's just a different universe, and you have to, you have to accept that. But in it, um, it's pretty good, man. They got their own Lex Luthor, and it's the dude that, that's the star in Bosch. You know that that show Bosch? Oh yeah, I, I never watched it, but it got pretty good reviews. That show yeah. Bosch. Dude, he's, he's he looks great. Has this beard and bald head as Lex Luthor. He's like a much older Lex Luthor. And um, ginger? Hmm. See a ginger? No, no, it's brunette. Titans does whatever they want to do. <laughs> Titans got listen. Titans goes left. Um. But it's cool, man. It's weird to have a Superboy story where the the creators already have gone on record to say they're not allowed to use Superman right now. They hope they can, but so it's like you you just have this thing here, and you're pretending you haven't. You're finding reasons for him to be off world, and it's like I see the limitations of the story you want to tell. And the beginning, it starts off with Superboy being summoned to Metropolis because Lex wants to talk to his son because you know he's a clone of Superman and Lex Luthor, and it's just screaming for Superman to show up. But probably won't. But it's fine. It's fine. Uh, what else did I watch? Episode two of Chainsaw Man. Completely different than episode one, Rich. It's not yeah. as heartfelt. He's kind of a perv. He's kind yeah. of, he's thirsty as hell. Yeah. All he wants, like, 
He's teamed up with this demon girl on this squad, and she's like, she's freaking crazy, but I'll put up with it if I get to touch her boobs. Like, literally. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense because he, he's been so without for so long, and now it's like he can eat breakfast. He's like, yes. everything is like, I can have everything. And um, there is one fight that's the best fight I've ever seen in my entire oh, life. He's, and so consistent. No, it has nothing to do with the chainsaw. No, he, I know. You know what I'm talking Yeah, man. There's a ball ball punch every time, and he says he's going to do it, and then he does it. And then the guy gets up, and he just does it again. That's like his one move. He goes, I'm going to just keep kicking you in the balls until that's it. He did, though. He yeah. just kept oh, kicking yeah. this dude. In. Chris, oh. they're fighting in the alley. This dude punches Chainsaw Man in the face. Chainsaw Man gets up and just keeps kicking him in the balls over and over. And what does the dude do? He just keeps taking it? No, but it's so authentic because he you don't get up from that. He just yeah. keeps, you don't get up. Like it didn't fight. matter how skilled he was, how much no, tolerance he had for pain. I felt like he coughed up blood at one point. Like he did because <laughs> he kicked him like six times. <laughs> and then when they and then they they reset to start fighting again, and he just <laughs> go right back to the same move. <laughs> yeah, that was dying. That was amazing. That was freaking amazing. Um, but that has been my week, Chris. What's going on, Lawrence? I got a question for you, man. What's that? How is Aluminum Man different from Iron Man? How is Aluminum Man different than Iron Man? Iron Man defeats villains, but Aluminum Man can only foil their attempts. (laughs) (laughs) I like that one. That's clever, Rich. It's wordplay. That's have clever. We not, have we not heard that one in 70 I, episodes? I There's probably a variation somewhere. <laughs> There's only so theory. many dad, dad. I think we must have things. because I remember thinking the same thing. Like, wouldn't that joke have been funnier if it were somehow about no, recycling? It was so similar. It was, it was something similar about saving them. Yes. It was, like, it was a play on like, for, like saving the food. Saving, recycling. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. Wow, okay. that was special. So glad we kind of revisited it. <laughs> <laughs> it keeps on giving, man. It keeps on giving. But to redeem that segment, we're going to go down the street, make a right at the light, a left at the stop sign. That bring us to the collector's corner. It's show and tell time. Here at the collector's corner, we take something out of our toy chest, something off our comic book shelf, something out of our video game case, and we showcase it to the world. It could be worth millions of dollars or just sentimental. What do you guys so I really shouldn't be taking these out and opening them, especially these ones. Uh, but okay, whoa, full whoa, cavity whoa. search whoa. all around. Yeah, I think Jack could break out something expensive if you take out the gloves. I pose the question to you, gentlemen, first. Wolverine's first appearance. This has been going on in our Instagram, and we also have a um, comic book corner video about this. Hulk. 181. Mm-hmm. This is an iconic cover. This bad boy is, even in poor quality, several thousand dollars. In hmm. good quality, you could buy a new house with it. Oh, okay. Ooh. What quality is that one, Jack? Decent. Wait, he said poor quality is $1,000. This guy is Hulk 180, a lesser known comic. I'm bumping the mic here. 
and a lesser iconic cover. But I'm going to take this guy. I'm going to take take them both out. So I'm about okay. I'll be gentle here. He's like, he's going to start, you know, fingering these comics like you, Chris. That's why I put on gloves. (laughs) That's why he wrapped it up. (laughs) 181. The cover is iconic. Yeah. It's hard not to compete with it. And it is irrefutably Wolverine's first story. He's all over the pages. This bad boy, nobody likes to talk about, really. This is 180. Not 181, 180. But when you're looking at first appearances, you go to the last page, you got this. Yeah. Oh, shoot. And what, he's, and what he's doing is he says, basically, hey, you couple of turds, I'm here to kick both y'all aces, make way for the Wolverine. Mm. Now, I'm paraphrasing. Wolverine. I'm paraphrasing. So... So what do you think? What's his first appearance? 181 or 180? 180. 180, yeah. But everyone says it's this one. Oh. Does that make 180 not... How much is that worth? The 180. 180. 180, let's say this. 180 is hundreds of dollars in bad quality, tens of thousands in great quality. 181, you can buy a house. So it's like people who own 181 are determined to bury the truth. It's like so like yeah. frustrating. Yeah. Pisses me off that I even own this comic. No, you we don't even play. This is the only one. Wait, hold on, any Wait. of us should be caring about. For, for, those, of, for those of you who are uh, listening <laughs> to this on the podcast, did not see this uh, what happened. So Jack said he didn't care about his 181. And he bit it and tore it to shreds right in front of us for those of you that are just listening. And we don't... I don't buy it. Slide a hand. <laughs> Say it ain't so, Jack. Say it ain't so. 181. Turn around. Open it up. 181. You tell me what the first appearance is. I get the hill you want to die on, but... <laughs> Nope. You didn't. You Couldn't didn't be me. <laughs> Couldn't be me. <laughs> I'd have been like, here it is, right here, guys. Here it is. I'll keep that oh. lie alive. <laughs> Jack, what did you tear up? What? Yeah. That that was my show and tell item. Let's leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> right. I'm this feeling like I'm watching. I feel like this is the watcher. It's like a lot of misdirection right now. Oh, man. Uh, um, I'm, I'm speechless. Go. I don't even know how to how I'm gonna follow that, but um I just, so I got another pop. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Rich. Naruto Shippuden eleven ninety-six. I got my Madara Uchiha. Uh, Sage of the Six Paths. This is when you get to the uh, the end of the or coming to the end of Ninja Wars. I believe the third Ninja War. Um, yeah, this this is the guy that they're fighting at the end, and it's an epic battle. Um, all nations have to come together to defeat this man who is supposed to be dead, but has lived for quite some time. And uh, yeah, he achieved a high level of a uh, power, and my man was he was he was doing he was doing some work. 
even before he got to the high, before he even got to to the six pass, and he he was just resurrected. My man was taking down a whole battlefield. Like that was an epic battle. Everyone who, who remembers that, you know. I mean, I know y'all probably didn't watch it, but uh, yeah, it's an epic battle. For those who in the audience who are listening, y'all know the battle I'm talking about when he just mollywopped a whole battlefield of combined nations, and it was it was epic. It was epic. But yeah, Sage of the Six Pass, Madara, Uchiha. Mm. Yeah. Well done. Uh, will I take him out the box? Who knows? Probably not. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to break it and tear it to shreds? Uh, damn. Hell no. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris, man, what you got? Uh, I had a whole skit I was going to do around this, but after that, <laughs> I can't do anything. I was just pretending like you're in a call, like I wasn't paying attention because I was watching my little Batman. TV, oh, hey, look at that. Awesome. dude. So it's gonna go. I got it. One of the is one of my so I got a lot of accessories for my birthday this year, and uh, is a, so this is gonna go in my actual bat case. So it's cool, it has a little remote, and then when you press the button, it actually shows clips from the Batman 66 series. So it's gonna go in there with my bat cave and with my uh, you know, the Batmobile and my. 66 Adam West Batman. I don't know if you guys it's like it, another it's thing cool. Lawrence wants. I know, yeah. man. Damn it, Chris. I said I was going to buy nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's no. cool. It's cool. It shows a bunch of clips and stuff like that, but it's perfect for the bat cave, I thought. So, wow. You did this with the bat signal. <laughs> and how that work out for you, Lawrence? It's great. It's sitting on top of the Ghostbusters firehouse. It's like he's actually doing his thing. I'm, I'm honestly, I, I saw that picture and I knew exactly what it was. That it was on it, and like, how did we not do this when we were kids? I have no idea. It was like, no, that's the Ghostbusters firehouse. That could not be, you know, Gotham. You know, the police. It's like, look at it though. It works. Look what you can do though. Open your mind, man. Um, nice. Dang, oh, I get, that's I got a cut. Where'd you get that? Uh, <laughs> it was a gift. Uh, I believe this is a gift, but it's a Walmart exclusive. Oh. I hate Walmart exclusives, man. They're so hard to find. You got to go to no, many these are all over the place. These aren't really selling. They're all over the place over here. Not in, I'll check my Walmart. Check. If you can't, call me. I'll hook you up. Man. I'll go next. I guess I'm the only one left. Yeah. Um, well, I got this Christmas last year and have not had time to put it together. So I might do this again when, when it's together. But I have this Legos... Oh, you hey, got it. I, I got Jack, my sister got this for me for Christmas wow. last year, and I haven't had time to put it together, but it's Thanos's glove. And yes, you can make it into the snap as well. Yeah. This is sick, man. Um, when I get time to put it together, this might be a show and tell item in and hopefully not in another year. But uh this is sick. This will be dope sitting right next to the Iron Man helmet. Yeah, right? yeah. this will oh, be yeah. dope. This would be dope. Wow. Man. Just, just need to have time. That's time. You got the pieces all over the place, and I got a kid that's just trying to come back here and tear up all my stuff. So much help. They want to give you all the help in the world. No, he doesn't. He wants to chew on them (laughs) (laughs) and throw them all over the place. He doesn't care. Can I say how much I really enjoyed your unboxing this week with the the Twitch and uh, oh the Sam and Twitch? Yeah, it was like listening to you talk about these so totally. Not appropriate to call them Batman action figures as <laughs> if they were Batman action figures. 
just so solidified why you're one of the biggest geeks I've ever known in my life. And why on your tombstone it should read, Lawrence, actually a supporter of Batman, even though he likes to say Superman. <laughs> <laughs> There's some, I mean, bags. to the right of my desk, you just got nothing but... Batman. Black, 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 black. And, it's so funny because to the right of my desk... <laughs> All I have is battlefields oh, too. Does yeah. that mean we're best friends now? Does oh, that mean we're best friends? <laughs> well, it's, it's first of all these figures. I mean, I know y'all are listening, but you know, I mean these the, the, these figures. They're yeah. right there. I mean, come on, Batman just has better accessories, man. He has a better supporting cast. Well, he has to, right? Because he has no powers. He has prep time. Not against Wonder Woman, apparently. Not against Wonder Woman. I, I also enjoy the gargoyle unboxing. And Chris, every yeah, time you just... go shopping for toys, it's hysterical to me. And why you had a Red Bull in your shopping cart that was open was. Oh. He, he's in Texas. Yeah. They don't care about it. They don't care about it. Nah, well, yeah, well, he was from... in Texas. He was in. Where were you? I was in Louisiana. I was driving oh, back same to thing. Louisiana. Well, I was same. falling asleep. So. <laughs> It, hey, it, look, look, there's a cup holder there for a reason, right? Listen. I had never occurred to me that it's so you should open the store's beverages no, and put no. them in the <laughs> No, that was part of the store. I can just drink it and put Wait. it back, Jack. <laughs> You're a savage, Chris. But you know what they do get mad at? So I filled that cart with all the toys. So I walked through the aisles, I picked the toys. <laughs> and you just left it. Yeah, they'd get yeah, mad you, at you, that. You think I put those toys back? What do, you, what do I work for Target or Walmart? Well, <laughs> 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 oh, man. man I don't even know what to say. Um, yeah, Rich, yes. Piggybacking off of Jack, you're you're making me want to buy gargoyles figures, and this needs to stop because I'm not, I'm not. But Luckily you're making me wallet, want to. There are no more coming out until 2023, not unless they make me a liar, and then make me buy some more. But um, I actually I just what? saw. Oh yeah, I think I just saw someone do a a, a toy run, and they were in a Target, Shut and the God. older dude with the beard. Really? Yeah. I think they saw him on a shelf. Oh, shoot. I know, or it might have been either Walmart or Target in the collector section. I think he's starting to hit. He may not hit everywhere until 2023, but I think some spots are getting him. There you go. Funny. He looks dope, too. Yeah. He looks dope. Yeah, he's all battle torn and worn now. He's a veteran. He's, he's got the jelly. He got just yeah. the gravitas, man. But, um, that's what we got, man. Good items, gentlemen. Good items. Yo, Rich. Let's talk some anime. It's time for Anime Alley with Richard Wilson. Let's talk Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Did I talk about this? It doesn't matter. We'll talk about it again. We're talking about Edward Elric and Alphonse Elric, the brother, the Elric brothers. Um, Edward is is officially the full metal alchemist right he is a he's a metal he's an alchemist for the state and they're looking for the philosopher's stone so he figures oh let me join let me join the uh let me join the alchemist and we can uh we can find the stone faster because we'll have resources at our hands be able to travel the world this down the third um alfonso my man is his soul is attached to a, a suit of armor um if uh, are we familiar with alchemy 
Yeah. Let me tell you what alchemy the is. Witcher. Equivalent, oh, equivalent exchange. Explain it to Lawrence because I know Lawrence doesn't know what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> so it's equivalent exchange. Pretty much you must trade um, one thing to create another thing. It has to be an equal of balance. So, you know, if you want to make a wall, you have to have the elements to make said wall, right? Or you want to make a staff, you have to have the elements to make the staff and they can uh, transmute it into the particular item that they want. The only thing they can't transmute are people because they can't replicate the soul mm. but within this if you try to make make people they become um homunculus yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. like zombies or souls? Um, they're kind of like hybrid humans hmm. i would say but um but yeah um they're pretty much going around trying to find the philosopher's stone to change their bodies back oh yeah my fault edward is missing an arm and he's missing a leg and he gave those up to bring his brother back no, no. Well, he gave up one part, try to bring his mother back, then the other part to bring his brother back. Yeah. They, so he, his brother's back without a soul? His brother, he, he was able to grab his soul, but not his body. And he was able to attach his soul to a suit of armor. Is, is he the guy? So he's the guy in armor? Yeah, no, Alphonse is the guy in armor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, they tried to bring their mother back because the mother died of, a, of an illness, of a sickness. And they tried to bring her back. Um, ended up screwing that up making a mass of uh, uh homunculus pretty much and she ended up turning into who was it actually let me not say nothing you guys might want might want to watch it but it's a great awesome. story great storytelling oh, um uh, it, it 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 tackles a lot of things some like uh, i won't say geopolitical stuff you know they go into uh, uh they invade a a middle eastern type of uh village the army does, and the, you know you see the damages from that. And you know, got one guy Scar, who tries to take his revenge upon the the kingdom. And yeah, there's some twists and turns up in there, but it's just great storytelling. Everyone, everyone, I recommend everyone watch this. How rich is it? What do you, you give know, it? I'm giving it a straight up nine point five. And the reason Ooh. why I'm giving it nine point five because I confuse Full Metal Alchemist and Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. They're kind of the same. But they kind of diverge at some point. And I got to go back and watch Full Metal Alchemist to kind of see where that happens. 9.5. So wow. are, you, are, you, are you saying Brotherhood's 9.5 or the, the whole thing is a 9.5? I'm going to say the whole thing is a 9.5. Okay. Okay. Dang, Rich. You're giving us stuff to watch, man. That sounds good. That live action did not translate very well. It did not. No, there's they, a live action. I mean, yeah, yeah, there's a live action on Netflix. I mean, they're trying to do a lot, and you know, you got how many episodes, how many freaking like hundreds of episodes of the Full Metal Alchemist, and you're trying to compact it into like an hour or two. I feel like anime is the worst to make a movie out of because it is, they're always too much content. Yeah. It's like you need to make a series, you can't do this into it. No, even anime. the series are hitting a miss, you know. Yeah, because sometimes you just can't yeah. translate the you can't translate the uh, the effects. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, I think the thing that's harder to translate is the style. You know, mm -hmm. and that's why Cowboy Bebop did such a um, faithful job trying to translate the style, but it still somehow didn't hit. Yeah, I mean, it did. It, it did, but it it didn't enough to get a season two, I guess. As far Cowboy as Cowboy Bebop is like the rarity of like. It leans so into it that people that are unaware of it are like, what is this? Right. And the people that are aware of it are like, all you did was copy it. <laughs> it's, it's like weird. it's like they hit the perfect middle point of like not pleasing enough people. I enjoyed it, but it didn't yeah. please enough people. And it looked 
freaking crazy expensive. Yeah. Mad expensive. All right, Rich. Nice, man. Nice. I think it's time for some news. It's time for the news. So, guys, um, it looks like we're getting the Sandman season two. It got renewed, man. And that yeah. figure. Well, I mean, with Netflix talking about all the, the budget cuts in this, I didn't I didn't know where this was going to stand. But uh, I'm happy it's renewed. Uh, we don't have a release date yet, but we know that they have so much content to play in. And yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for this, man. Who knows? I mean, it might be another three years before we see this, but I'm game, man. I'm freaking game. Um, so more news. We talked, I think, last week about Ryan Coogler's vision for what Black Panther would have been. If, uh, you know, Chadwick was alive, he went into further detail. He said that um, the original script, it was going to focus on like right after Endgame and right mm-hmm. after the blip. Because then you have a king coming back from being go- after being gone for five years because he yeah. was part. He was blipped out. So what is it like going to your kingdom and the people that weren't blipped and now trying to, like, I guess, be sovereign or bring peace with people that are like, you haven't been my king for five years. You disappeared. I'm like, that's a fire story. That would have been dope. <laughs> that's yeah. an amazing freaking story. Um, and I can see how those elements can apply to this new one. There is no king. The people are, you know, whatever's happening is happening without a king being present. So they can take those points. But it's a good story. That's a fire freaking story. Um, the Last of Us, it's got a freaking date finally. January 15th. We can watch The Last of Us on HBO Max. It's freaking dope. I can't wait for this. The footage I saw when I was building the the kind of replica set for that one, it looked like they need a lot more time to get their CGI right. Mm. Oh, they were showing some behind the scenes that went with the set specifically that we're building, which I think is episode six or seven or something like that. So they're showing us scenes from that. It's pretty explosive, but the the monsters with the fungal growths look like uh, it's tough, man. Work it out because The Last of Us it's not The Walking Dead. You know, their zombies aren't just zombies. Like they have to look. It's like Resident Evil almost. It has to like look grotesque, and you have to do it on I guess a TV budget over thirteen episodes. It's still Um, it's HBO. If they play, man, they spend so much money on House of the Dragon. They need like, look, guys, <laughs> we got a lot of dragons. Listen, House of the Dragon. Listen. Um, speaking of which, I did finish House of the Dragon. Jack, did you finish that yet? No, I keep trying though. I had a good week for content, and I don't know that watching that would have been the right uh, flavor palette. It's not. It's not bad. It's not bad. Someone said to me this week. A friend of mine uh, said he. Th- thinks it's one of the best series out there and hands down way better than Game of Thrones. No. No. Well, no. I don't know what he's drinking and how many he's had. No. I guess that's listen, that's not me. That's not me. And the fact that the showrunners went on a record saying don't binge watch this series until midway through season two drops, I'm like They said that? I- yeah, the producers of the series said that the show is really going to kick into gear about midway through season two. It's weird. I'm like, if the show's going to kick into gear midway through season two, 
why are you making us choke on season one's slow progression? Why did your friend like? Did your friend say why they like the progression? He thought the the he thought the part of the storytelling was really oh good. God. Listen, so this is what this is why art is subjective, and people walk away from the same in uh, same experience having actually experienced something significantly different than the person standing right next to you, right? If there wasn't proof there is now yeah <laughs> wow and I, I would say it probably is one of the best things on television now in 2022 in the fall to winter schedule wow. sure. you mean- <laughs> within the last three weeks sure <laughs> but like in the last 10 years and over game of thrones oh man me and me and your friend yep. i'd love to get some insight you know what people weren't talking about westworld oh yeah. I forgot that bit of news. I'm so happy you brought that up. Westworld's canceled, guys. Westworld. Not Westworld. Westworld. Yeah. I finished the last season and yeah, it was in a place where it can end, but it felt like it should continue. So it straight up got canceled. No, like, this is your finale. The biggest, the biggest cancellation, uh, upset cancellation for me on HBO was this show called Carnival. Yes. Thank you, Jack. Yes. That That show was amazing. Amazing. Was that like fairies and like fantasy kind of world? It was like like God and the devil, basically. Yeah. Yeah. The Alpha and the Omega. Yes. It was also uh, Clancy Brown, the guy who voiced Lex Luthor in the animated series, the guy who voices voices Mr. Krabs. Yes. It's like this crazy priest that is yes. evil too at the same time. It's so freaking good. Carnival was like one of the absolute best things I'd ever watched on TV. And the fact that it got one season and it was canceled and, and, and left on such a cliffhanger, Chris, remember that ending yes. episode? It was, oh it was about to have the big battle between good and evil. And that was it. So yeah. in closing, am I, am I like uh, heartbroken over Westworld getting canceled after four mediocre seasons? Meh. Hmm. Three. That first season's a banger. You're right. Yeah. The first, first one was pretty, pretty good. And the second one had so much potential. This last season wasn't bad. I, what I appreciate about Westworld is they're like, they don't repeat the same story. They're like, we did it. We This thing evolves. Even when you're like, I don't want to be here. Let's go back to the, uh, you know, the, the, two the kinds of people, though, And they lost me in three and then it made it hard to come back. Three's rough. Three's rough. Yeah. Four is rough. Is this Wait, confusing? Four right now? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Well, canceled, Rich. That's exactly It's because of you, Rich. Because you don't know what season <laughs> you're halfway in. I stopped. I'm like, ah, okay. Um, last bit of news. Warner Bros. Discovery just lost $2.8 billion uh, in its most recent quarter. This is because of the merger. It's because David Zlazlov says that he is putting all his attention uh, more than ever into franchises. So I think the Batgirl, all this stuff, I think a Seth Rogen joint got canceled. He's about to get rid of HBO Max, I think, in the way that we know it. He's putting all his attention on making this thing what it should be, which is hopefully Man of Steel franchise, a real shared universe, putting all the money and attention there. But... um. But that's the news. That was the news. And no news about The Rock taking over Warner Brothers. Well, 
we kind of talked about it last week a little bit. He's taking over. Listen. He's going to put that billion back in the bunny. Well, what's very interesting is this. Black Adam isn't making the money that they hope for yet. Oh. I think it's that. Do you know why? Because people were actually talking about the content, which wasn't helping. Sometimes that drives people to go. I think right now it's 200 million something worldwide. I believe that China is not showing it for whatever reason. You know, if you're not going to show in China, that's a lot of freaking worldwide. That's a huge box office you're missing. And they should have dropped this joint in the summer. They dropped Black Adam three weeks before Black Panther. So it's like you got three weeks to make your money and then you're not making it. They should have dropped it like in August. There was like nothing. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't ready, but they dropped. They gave themselves a three week window before Black Panther is just going to eat up all the geek money. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think they said it needs to make around some projected around 600 million, five to 600 million to be looked at. It was like we're definitely going to get a part two. This was a hit. Um, I think that's a little unfair. If we go back and look at Iron Man 1 and a lot of the first ones out, they don't make that much money. And outside the rock, don't nobody know who Black Adam is if you're not a geek. You don't know this character. It's a brand it's like Guardians of the Galaxy. It's like Iron Man 1. Those Iron Man 1 did not make 500 million dollars when it came out. Hmm. Um, but it's the rock. So the expectations are there. So I hope it makes the money, but they're like he did not change DC at all. That joint made People are hating on this. Marvel, like, there's such beef between Marvel fanboys and DC fans. I'm going to say it. I said it before. I'm going to say it again. Yo, the movie was mid. Like, it, was, it wasn't It was anything special. The real part of it was the end, that, that end credit. And that was really what people really got excited. And at least in my theaters. I don't know how it was when y'all watched it. But everyone really got up out their seat when it came to the end credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, right. here in Texas too. But when you, if, if we're gonna do the Marvel versus DC bandwagon here, is Black Adam was better than Doctor Strange? I've never understood. Doctor Strange. I'm not. Why? Why you gotta pit the two against each other? Marvel versus DC. Can't you just love comic books? Come on, y'all. Let's unify, not separate. <laughs> or pull the freaking trigger. Make. Marvel versus DC into a movie, Yo. make all the money before Yo. this whole genre, before this genre fades into the I'm distance. You, you know why Marvel would never go with that? Because in a Marvel versus DC scenario, DC would have to be winning the fight until they ultimately decide to team up. DC and that would be bad for Marvel. Why? Because DC would womp them if it came to that. If the characters actually started fighting, DC See, just decimated. Marvel fanboys just start cussing us out right now. Marvel's got heroes and DC has gods. There's an uh, art. There's an argument. I was going back and forth with a guy on Instagram, and he was talking about y'all DC people sleep on how powerful and godlike Ghost Rider is. Like Ghost Rider. Yes, I give you Ghost Rider is pretty omnipotent when you get right down to it. And the penance steer. Yeah, yeah. Ain't nobody want none of that. So he can take down probably eighty percent of the DC universe. Yeah, but. Superman take down 100% of the Marvel Universe. But Cyclops could... <laughs> Cyclops would hit would hit him and charge him up because he's Cyclops. just blasting solar power at him. Listen, I'm on the DC side. Of but basically, we live in a wonderful time. Let's not beef about what's out there. Let them make everything. And we go and watch... Batman with enough prep time take out 100% too. Apparently. Apparently, Batman with enough prep time can take oh, down... Man. 
everyone except for Wonder Woman. <laughs> Man, I'm so I'm so glad we're ready for a debate because it's time for a debate. Let's get ready to go, guys. I want to know what your top three MCU movies are. What are your top three? We have like I mean, I should have counted and prepared, but I'm sure there's like 20, 30 freaking MCU movies by this point. Um, what's the top three? Well, there's only there there might be twenty or thirty, but there's only about three even worth talking about. Ooh. Ooh okay. You might as well start off with that kind of Ooh, yeah. Well, all right. So then Spider-Man No Way Home. Yep. Okay. On my list too. It's on everyone's list, probably number one on everyone's list. And the list is small, I'm sure. Uh I'd say Avengers. Yeah, one. there you go. Yep. Not hmm. for me. Hmm. Not for me. Chris, you love the Avengers. You say that's your I favorite do love the Avengers. Movie. I think it's great. I, th- I think Avengers is important. I'm sorry to hijack you, Jack. I think no. Avengers is important because it sets up kind of the MCU as we know it. It's the first time that we saw all these guys come together. Like it was building up. That building was an up, amazing moment. Up. It was. Yeah. It was it's amazing. Top so, three. Uh, we're, we're two for two, Jack. Go ahead. You, Jack, you're agreeing with Chris. How do you feel about this? Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, listen. I would go, honestly, because without the group films, the other ones almost entirely, with the exception of Civil War and Black Panther, don't stand alone anyways. And so all those other movies are pretty much just building up so you can have the Avenger movie, so you can have Endgame, Infinity War, which Endgame, Infinity War, really just one film. And Ultron is the one that probably doesn't count so much, you know? Now, I would put Black Panther and... That's three for three. I forgot to put my disclaimer. I meant to say this: that Infinity War and Endgame are two separate movies. They kind of <laughs> not though. They kind of just one film. They have two two different titles. That's true, but the first the first one is the better of the two. Yeah, absolutely. They they lose, and what it, what that's a crazy movie. If there was no end, if there was no Endgame, and they just in, lost in Infinity War. Hey. Oh my god, dude. Hey. And so if you're just looking at Infinity War as a film, that's an insanely good film. The heroes lose. It's never happened. Show me a movie where the heroes lose. And if you look at the thing as one film, then it basically, if you look at those two movies as one film, then it basically plays out as every other film plays out. Mm -hmm. They normally lose in their first interaction with the villain and then have to overcome in order to defeat. So that's why it's one film. It's one plot line finally played out. So what are your choices? You said black. Were you top three? Spider Man No Way Home. Uh huh. Avengers. Avengers one. Well, talking about Infinity War. Wait, you said Avengers one. You you got Chris so happy. Now I'm thinking because Infinity War wasn't on my list, but it might be a more. It might be a better film than Avengers one. Might be. It might definitely. But but Avengers one has a moment that is in no other movie on a level hitherto undreamt of that is in no other movie and it's that movie when we see them all for the first time that moment alone has to put that that movie on the top because without that movie there wouldn't have been any of the other ones so yes i put it back in the slot so spider-man avengers one and the third one i you're a jerk for for doing that i want to say winter soldier because it's great i want to say black panther because it's great but i'm gonna say uh, Endgame. 
Endgame. Or, and Endgame actually might be better without. I'm sorry, Civil War, Infinity, Infinity War, Infinity War. I'm Infinity saying War. Infinity War, and it might actually be as good or oddly better without Endgame. It made me feel stuff when the credits rolled at the end of Infinity War. I felt a whole lot of emotions. I was like, "Because oh how God. could you not? They lost, right? Crazy." Wow. And then you sat, or I sat for a year and some change, biting my fingernails to see how it resolved. But that hmm. shot where you got Peter fading away and, and holding Tony's him holding him, and oh, he's yeah. like, "How does it feel good?" Oh come yeah. on! Oh come on! Come on! All right, yeah. Rich. Yeah, hey, listen. I mean, Spider-Man: No Way Home. Yeah, of no brainer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go Black Panther because I gotta do it for my people. Yeah, I'm with you. And then Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. I enjoyed it. It's a good time. It was, it was a great time for me. Yeah. All right. I'll say if you guys have been listening, if you know Rich Deadpool, like you know, he like that makes sense for me. That makes sense why Guardians would be your top three. Your sense, your your sense of humor. I get, I get that. I'm with that. And they have a dance off at the end. They have a dance. That was a little weird, but yeah, end was weak. The end was a little. They kind of held and believed in the power of friendship. Friendship, it beat the bad guy, Rich. (laughs) (laughs) Just turned into Captain Planet at the end of it (laughs) with your powers combined. (laughs) You have the We Are Group moment. Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That movie was. You're looking at. Yeah, it's funny. I feel like we're so saturated in bad content right now that I keep forgetting all these great things that let these bad ones have a home. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you're the underdog, and that's what Marvel was when it came to movies. They were the underdog. They didn't even have the A players. They were licensed off to other studios. So they yeah. had to go hard in the paint. Who makes a Guardians of the Galaxy movie when you can do a Fantastic Four? I'll tell you, a studio that doesn't have the rights to Fantastic Four. That's a good point. That's a good point. So you got to take the bottom of groups that no one's ever heard of, and you have to make a good movie out of it because you can't sell it with the name. And that's what they did for the first, like, phase one and two was just that unpopular dude in school just putting in all the work and showed up in a Ferrari at the the high school reunion. (laughs) Whereas DC is the jock, that that really cool guy in school that felt like he didn't have to put in any work. He comes to the family reunion all messed up because he thought you can just put Batman on the poster. In in DC's defense of that, they had been doing it for several decades before. That is true. Yeah. And they and they they've had their waves and they've had their good times and bad times, um, and they okay. never went and sold their children off on the black market to make a dollar. They never Ooh. had to. Marvel. Marvel was Marvel was close to closing the doors, man. Yeah. We forget Blade was what Blade was what saved Marvel. They don't want to talk about that. They don't want to talk about that. They don't want to talk about Blade. They don't want to talk about that. Um, all right, Rich. Guardians of the Galaxy, Black Panther, and Spider Man: No Way Home. Okay. Okay. Chris, I think you kind of told us yours yeah, as yeah. you were going on with Jack. You know, let, yeah. let us hear it. Yeah, so obviously No Way Home. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Avengers, for the reason we spoke about. Mm-hmm. And uh, Black Panther. Black Panther. You know what, though? Honorable mention that I rewatched recently and I didn't realize. I knew it was good, but I forgot how good it was. The first Iron Man. It's Iron Man is great. Oh, it's yeah. a really, really good move. Like, I'm watching. I'm like, obviously we've been we've been living with this for what 
15 years or however mm-hmm. long it's been out, but it's a good, good, good movie. So my honorable mention is Iron Man. My only issue with Iron Man is that these movies have made us a sophisticated audience. So like if Iron Man were to come out today, we'd be like, so the father figure set him up and he's like, we'd be like, that is so cliche. Mm-hmm. But 2000, what is it? Dude. Nine or 10 or whatever it was. Yeah. It wasn't super cliche or earlier. It wasn't super, That's super right, right. cliche like that. Um, but now I'd be like, yeah, Obadiah, your your uncle turns out to be the bad guy. You're like, who didn't see that coming? Yeah. 2008. Uh, wow. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. My picks, man. Spider-Man No Way Home. Got yeah. the freaking top number one spot. Right. Um, Black Panther, man. Yeah. To me, there's something about a cinematic universe and there still being a movie that can stand on its own. That doesn't need other movies to support it. You can yeah. just throw that on and it, it holds its own weight. But then when you see him and freaking show up in Infinity War when he first was debuted in um Civil War, it's like you're excited and then you get his movie. It's like this is my movie. Yeah. Um and number three, ah, this is tough. I wasn't thinking about Infinity War, how good it was separate from Endgame until you said it, Jack. It, it really is. It really freaking is. Um, yeah, I got to go with Infinity War. Avengers 1's cool because it brought the band together. But now I have all these movies to choose from. I'm happy it did it. Like Iron Man. None of this would have happened without Iron Man, but yeah. it's not on any of our lists. Um, I got to go Infinity and And, and my runner-up actually would be um, Winter Soldier. That would be my runner-up. Because it's the it's the most different from all the other films when you really look at it. It's the one that Cap should yeah. live in. Like that's, and I yeah. wish. I think you said it on, on one of the other casts months back. Uh, it's why why isn't there a Black Widow series? That's exactly oh. the genre. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. They, they 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 just dropped the ball. We could have had this whole spy espionage thing going on the side as we're doing all this space. Here. It would have been incredible. Yeah. Oh, so good. Um, it could have been more violent. Ah. I got a curve. Uh-oh. Most disappointing. <laughs> that's, uh, that's uh, I think we're tied on that one. Are you saying top or just uh most disappointing? Oh, I have one that might top the one that you're gonna say, Jack. You know what Jackson, he's been saying paying attention yeah. to this podcast. I'm so disappointed by this movie, and it's been months since it's come out. I think I'll be on my deathbed, breathing my last breath, and I'll say, why, Doctor Strange, multiverse of madness, did you let me down so bad? And then I'll probably die without a resolution in my life. This movie has affected me. (laughs) Damn, Jack. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to top that what could be worse, because... First, everything you said before about we came off of Spider-Man No Way Home, they set up the multiverse. And Doctor Strange was in Spider-Man No Way Home, and I don't care what your legal reasons of why you couldn't use Spider, you didn't connect it. But then they hit every like, don't do that checkbox. Don't bring in cameos and make them meaningless. Don't kill off our favorite characters. Don't redeem a character, then unredeem her to redeem her in your content. Like Scarlet Witch was completely redeemed mm-hmm. in her show. She went. Yeah. She she broke bad. She found out she did wrong and said, "I need to change." They undid all that so she can break bad and find out she needs to change again. 
Doctor Strange hits like every, and then you know you kind of have your goofy sidekick that's kind of following you around. You talked about Black Adam being like a, a, a watered down Terminator too. So is that? Yeah. <laughs> the movie was bad. That and Iron Man three was the same for the same reasons. Ooh. Mandarin, the whole uh, Iron Man three was yeah. a oh, man. Yeah. And you an Iron Man fan, and Mandarin came out like that. Yeah. But even even the way he fought the bad guys and Tony Stark was almost never in an actual suit. It was like, why are you even oh, Iron Man? Oh, oh, and, his, and his suits were breaking apart like crazy. So that movie is almost almost entirely unwatchable. Yes, I was so mad. I, 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 I've never revisited that it movie. Still has Robert Downey Jr. Right. So you can like, I can watch him reading a telephone. Book. Benedict Cumberbatch is a phenomenal actor. It oh. did not help that that script. Yeah. Yeah, it was rough. Are we all agreeing that Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness is the worst um, yeah. MCU film? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I didn't say worst. <laughs> I said most disappointing. Well, oh, most uh, disappointing. It, it, it can take multiple titles, Jack, because it, really it can be worst and the most disappointing. Let me think about that. You know, if I'll say this isn't the worst, but I think I was probably more disappointed by Iron Man three. My expectations levels was just mad high. The first two were so good. And and it's the last Iron Man movie. Like yep. it's the last time he's having his own adventure. And My expectations. I was probably more disappointed. Doctor Strange. I kind of knew. Like I don't believe y'all. <laughs> I don't. I, I kind of went in like skeptical. Iron Man three. I was like, dude. And Iron Man two wasn't great. So I'm like, y'all gotta really come with it. Yeah. Iron Man 2. He, my man sat there and wait for him to suit up. Like that was a whole like four minute sequence. Oh, yeah. like, he had them whips out, cutting yeah, cars in half. He waited for this dude to put his briefcase on the ground, stand it up. Oh, man, can't, it was great. This is a different time. They can do stuff back then. Um, great debate. I think all of our choices are great. Nah, it's hard to poke holes in any of our choices. So I say we all won the debate. Yay! Especially because we all shared pretty much the same titles. Spider-Man yeah. No Way Home wasn't on any of your lists. I'm like, I don't even know what. Are you what are you even watching movies? Why are we even doing this podcast, guys? If Spider-Man No Way Home isn't on your list. Come on. All right, guys, that was the sort of debate. Let's get to the reason why we're here. It's time for the main event. Today, we're talking the state of superhero movies and TV. We're talking about how things are, how things were, and how things might be going. This is a little different. We usually do a review, but we're like, you know what? Let's just talk shop about what's coming out in general. So, guys, I got a few questions for you. First question is, are we oversaturated? Is it too much? Are we are we experiencing uh, being spoiled by all these riches? No, but there's a problem with the content. It's I don't think that there's too much of it. It's that the quality of it has gone down. Because mm. when... And I don't know that it's necessarily, listen, we like to talk like the last 10 years were the golden age error of comic book movies, but a lot of those movies were filler and they were filler to get us to the next big, big one that was spectacular. They weren't all spectacular. I'm sorry, but they just weren't, you know, right. You're talking MCU, but within that we've had the Batman, we've had the Watchmen, we've had, you know, other stuff outside of 
because it said movies and TV. So outside of the MCU that also that's came true. in hard. That's true. I mean, there is a plethora of content, mm-hmm. but all they've done is they've, they've put life into stuff. People have been collecting since the twenties. Right. You know? Right. Um, I don't think it's over. I mean, I want more. Just keep giving me more. I don't care. Cause I think like, this is what we want. But I do think specifically with the Marvel series, one comes out so quickly after the other. It's like we don't you don't get time to like savor Moon Knight because you got mm-hmm. this Marvel coming out in like yeah. a month. You don't get time to savor that because then you have freaking She-Hulk. Like we don't have time. We don't get time to savor. That would be a problem if the content were. Listen, it's crazy to talk about this because one, who am I to judge these the the creators of this and i still hope to be involved in this world on some level in some future uh, listen last episode of she hulk she broke into the writer's room and called them all crap so i feel like they know what's going on right (laughs) so so it's like it wouldn't be a problem if all the stuff were dropping if the stuff that were dropping one paid homage to the thing that dropped before it it's like i know i've been talking about it all year but that doctor strange movie Suddenly, everything that built towards it just didn't matter. And we keep seeing stuff like that. And we're in odd political times, too, and a social awareness times. So choices are made like, can Colin Farrell smoke a cigarette or not? And does it change the content? No, but it it's a little thing that changed the character here or there. So there's all kinds of reasons why films and characters and stories don't land. But I don't think it's because... It's There's too much. too much, but I think that it's getting pumped out. Perhaps it's getting pumped out quicker than people can consume it. No, mm. no. Like you can't rush art. You can't microwave art. When you microwave art, you yield bad product. That's what's happening though. They're microwaving the hell out of this. Yeah. So, so is there too much content? Then maybe the answer is yes. You know, but- see, I, I, I disagree with you hard because before we were saturated with content, we got a lot of garbage too. We got a lot of garbage in the nineties. We got yes. a lot of garbage in the eighties. So yeah. it doesn't have to be a content saturation. We're just seeing so much content in such a high pace that of course we're gonna have stuff that's gonna be crappy. It's it's bound to happen. But you know, we get a lot of great stuff too. So I'll take it all and I'll sift through what's good and I'll put the crappies and I'll probably still consume you know, we'll still consume the stuff that's not great. She if they got tights and they got capes. I'm watching it. Right. right. It don't matter. Right. So, Chris, you're of the school of thought of one of the founding fathers of American theater, Harold Clerman. What Harold Clerman said about art in theater is he said, listen, we need more bad content so we have more content so the good ones come out and they're going to rise above everything. I'm paraphrasing, but he said, give us everything so we get the gems along the way. And like your friend, he thinks House of the Dragon is better than Game of Thrones. Like the peop- the things that we think are bad, like there are people that are like, this is the best thing that's ever come out. So like there's no accounting for sensibility. <laughs> I mean, some people, and I talk to them, they stand by Doctor Strange multiverse. <laughs> really the movie was madness for sure. I think for me, I don't care about it. I want all of it, but I do miss it being special. I do miss 
a Marvel series coming out, and it feels like oh, I've been waiting a while. To, like I, like the, it, it's like that we're in the binging streaming time where we don't get that. I got to wait a week to watch and mm-hmm. you don't get that anticipation. You don't get that feeling because as soon as you finish a Marvel series, there's another one coming out in a month. So you, you're never deprived of this world. He I want to miss it sometimes. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Sandman, Sandman was great. You know, every now and again, there's something that pops out and you're like, right. yeah, these were great. Sandman's great. And now I got to wait three years for season two. So I'm, I anticipate, like, I'm not getting, like, Sandman shared content every other week until Sandman comes out. They're making me sit and wait for this world. I, well, listen, I, I, I get what you're saying there, but at the same time, say you get, you know, I'm going to say Hawkeye, right? Hawkeye mm-hmm. was decent. I loved Hawkeye. Right? And then, you know, you got Miss Marvel. And Miss Marvel was like, meh. I it's fine. Yeah, it's it's fine. Was meh. And then you get She Hulk. Amazing. Uh, shut your mouth. All right. Shut your whole you mouth. First of all, Matt is She Hulk produced the best character to come out of the MCU in 2022, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Madison. What is it? What is it saying? Madison to end in a Y, but not where you think it is. Not where you think it is. Wongers. Wongers. What's your favorite drink? Rich, you love Madison. Stop it. I know Madison was great. Madison was great. I'm not even going to lie. But that whole show was just straight garbage, in my opinion. And, um, like, I would have been upset if I waited, you know, a month or two for the next thing to come out, and that's what they gave me. But, to Jack's point, <laughs> it was like at least I was able to choke on it, get get over it. <laughs> that's a good point. That's a that's a good point. Like get get it it's all like plug the nose and get through it, so we can get through the crap. Okay, you're right. I guess I wonder, would they be taking as many risks if they didn't have so many time slots? But what's the difference? It's the same bill. Yeah, but you know what? Maybe them taking the risks because. You know, no risk, no reward, right? So mm-hmm. because there's so much content, because they're swinging at everything, maybe because we're, even if we say we're in an oversaturated environment, they're going to give some content a chance that they would have never given it before. So it's fair. So the, the environment we're in could yield us some gems. But look at DC. Look yeah. at DC and TV. DC makes you wait. They hit you a Peacemaker and you're like, I can't wait. And they're like, you're going to wait. You're going to wait. Yeah, but then they cancel half their content, so you're really going to wait. You're hey, really man. going to wait. But when Peacemaker season two come out, we all gonna be there. But um, even, but listen, the, not to br- keep bringing it up, that Doctor Strange movie should have been great. It had the time, it had the resources, it had the budget, it had the oversight. Like, why did that movie not work out? And if that, and if a movie on that level is going to fall to pieces when it's all is said and done, then there's almost no hope for any content coming out of that gate to potentially work out. And if it does... Whoa, you just said there's no hope for any content to come out of the... I said if. I said if. And and the end of that sentence is, and if and when it does, what is it, by happenstance or chance? I I don't think because there's a lot of money behind something... Or because they even set up properly, it's a guarantee that it's going to be a banger. Right. There's no guarantees, and we can't just assume that something's going to be a banger just because it falls into a certain cookie cutter mold. And here's a couple of bangers. Rich brought it up earlier in the cast. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, 
Here's another yep. banger. Not the first one, but the second uh, tied to Peacemaker. Well, Peacemaker 2, James Gunn. And James Gunn has now stepped up to bat for DC. So DC's content is probably about to get a whole lot better. And if it really? doesn't, what is going on? If it doesn't, right. what's going there's, on? There's a lot. Of, I think we're moved by the things that work. But like Chris said, there's a lot of things that didn't. You know, Iron Man 1 was great. Iron Man 2 and 3, not so great. Thor 1 was fun. Thor 2, I don't even remember what it was. I don't remember it. There's, there's something. And there was a ether. So, like, there's a lot of average in the midst of greatness. And I feel like like that's what we're going to see. We're going to see that everywhere. I think with the MCU is they just pump out so much that if they get if they do three things that we don't like in a row, that really hits. We're going to get... And it's probably not this year, probably not the year after, but probably by 2025, there's going to be an X-Men movie or series. Yeah. And it's highly likely that these guys are going to be in some version of appropriate costuming. Freak. I have to imagine, yeah. Well, I think Marvel's been going that direction already. They're proving that you can do a comic comic accurate costume on screen and have it look right. And that's going to bring down the house for me. Now, if the content isn't as good as the visual, and the visual, I have to imagine, is going to be top-notch because it pretty much always is. But if the heartbeat of the content isn't right, then I'm going to sit here talking about the the next X-Men thing being so depressed about it. And there's a chance you... I mean, Marvel has a formula. And like She-Hulk at the end exposed it. She was like, you guys have a formula. And if you look at almost every Marvel movie, it's a coming of age story. And in the end, there's a super CGI fight with a guy fighting another guy or a girl fighting another girl who has a similar power set in the Don't sky. Don't forget the mindless masses. You got to fight the mindless Oh, yeah. And you have to fight mindless hordes of masses. Whether it's Ultron, whether it's, you know, so it's like. But that's why, but that's why Spider-Man works, right? It goes back to the story. The storytelling value, that, that's a character who we can relate to. X-Men is about social and political injustice. With Spider-Man racism. No Way Home and Spider-Man Homecoming, for me, it was for a different generation because I didn't enjoy those movies. Mm-hmm. Not No Way Home, sorry. Um, Spider-Man Homecoming and Spider-Man... Um, Far From Home? Far From Home, yes. Mm. Which I didn't enjoy those as much. This Peter Parker, I'm like, he, ha- he doesn't... He's not the struggling Peter Parker. He has a billion dollar Spider-Man suit. That's funny. Yeah. When I was Why talking is about Tony letting the kids still live in Queens, like help get them out the projects, Tony. <laughs> What's <laughs> happening here? I was getting on his aunt and you're not. Oh, you saw. Oh, I was okay. thinking. I was thinking the the story of Spider-Man is a, a story. It's a character who's relatable and accessible. Yeah. I'm not necessarily talking about the specific movies that have movies. come out. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. But that, but Thor is it such a great example. I cannot stress how good. If someone's looking for a good comic to dive into, I would highly recommend dive into the Gore the God Butcher story. It's one of the most compelling things I've read in the last few years. But it do, did not that the story that's in the pages of those content uh, that comic is not the story that's in the movie. Would we all agree that we enjoy the movies that we have the least comic book connection to? Sometimes, sometimes, like like the Batman was great, but we don't have a comic book to put it side by side with. It's its own thing. We're not like, oh, they didn't do the long Halloween right. It's its own thing. And I wonder if they start pulling things from like that gorse no, important story. No, well, because it's still the characters, right? 
it's the MCU it's still version. The same, it's still the characters. That's what I'm talking about. And we talked about this a little bit uh, last cast was the distilling the essence of a, a strawberry still needs to be a strawberry at the end of it. And so some of the problem with content that we're consuming and watching is that distillment process has removed the thing so far from its point of origin that I'm just not sure what I think we're even dealing with at this point in some cases. But I think for the studios, that's a very small percentage of the audience. They're making it for the people that don't read comics because that's that's where you get the billion from. So they're like, yeah, it's going to be family friendly. It's going to be universal. It's going to be, I can sell some action figures. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, th- I think there's no definitive answer whether if there's if it's less tied to a specific story or if it's tied to a specific story. Because I think we've seen scenarios where something's ripped right from the comics and we're like, eh, or something's mm-hmm. completely, or you know, vice versa. I think it has to do with that specific instance and that specific take on it. Because I don't need to see a, a, a long, like Batman, I don't need to see a long Halloween for Batman to be great. If it's a good Batman story, a good Batman story is a good Batman story. So what's the difference if a story comes from the comics or a story comes from just a screenwriter? But if it's a good story in that heroes or villains universe, it's going to be a great movie. I almost don't want it ripped from the comics because I'm going to be sitting there going, that's not how they did it in Long Halloween. Like, I almost rather they kind of loosely interpret it and then do their own thing like the Batman. But when something's like super close... I don't feel this way, but Jack, I understand why you do. You call it Civil War. It walks like a duck. It sings like a duck. I would have never compared it if you didn't make me compare it, but you made me draw the comparison when you named it that way and you advertised it a certain way. So now you're making me think of the comic. Mm-hmm. I would have liked it if you didn't. Yeah, you know? well, actually, it would have been way better if they didn't. Right. So I wonder if, if when we don't have those expectations, when it doesn't feel like we pulled this from this issue, then we kind of don't go in leaning in, expecting it. Yeah. yeah, it's funny. I was literally just talking to my sister today about Civil War. Again, a, such a good example, though. Like the that source material, it's incredible. It's like really good storytelling because yeah. it 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 pulls so much inspiration from what was happening in the 1940s with regist- registration, you know, and again mm. persecution and prejudice and stuff and fear, and that's the backdrop of. That's what's interesting about the Marvel cinematic, the the Marvel universe is so much of that backdrop is pulled from civil rights and awareness and overcoming these things that divide us. It's why their comic book content is compelling. And it's kind of, but not really as embedded in the cinematic universe where I think if they just trusted the source material a little more, these stories would be just as action packed and as enjoyable, but they'd also have that underbelly that's going to hold you, and you're going to walk away having experienced this that, thing. That's why Black <laughs> Panther is my top three. Black yeah. Panther is the most Marvel comics Marvel movie. It holds all the social political stuff that you would imagine a Marvel comic would have, but it's within the realm of superheroes. That's like what Stanley and they were. That's what they were doing. Is everything that's in Black Panther. I feel like there's been a real deficit on DC's end. Like, what have we got DC end wise? Like, Marvel's doing this. Marvel's very interesting because everything feels like one giant thing. Mm-hmm. 
where now it feels like with the way spoiler alert if you haven't seen black adam uh with what james gunn did with suicide squad peacemaker now black adam it's starting to feel like and Zack snyder did it too obviously with the justice league it's starting to feel like everything's now becoming joined in a way where marvel's been been played that game for the last two decades yeah, I think uh, DC is slow on that. But DC, sorry, DC makes better movies. The Joker, the Batman, the Dark Knight, they make better like, watch this movie. Watch yeah. this cinematic experience. It may yes. not, we can't build a world like them. Right. But we let the director direct the film. Our directors aren't like a TV show where they come in for the week and shoot and they have to leave until the next one comes in. Like, no, that's... Matt Reeves, this is your movie. Let's see your vision. Whether you like Snyder or not, Snyder, show us your, this is yours. We can tell the difference between yours and somebody else's. Marvel's different. So I said, that's where DC, DC's standalone game is strong. I almost feel like just keep doing that. We don't need, I don't yeah. need the Justice League like that. Just keep I, doing I that. They're struggling to find their direction and find their voice. They're seeing what Marvel's doing. They feel like they have to replicate it and copy it. And you're right. I agree with you. I think that's when they're strongest is when they're kind of doing their own standalone thing. And I think they're trying to make a you know a, extended universe, but when they try, it just doesn't hit. So it ain't hitting at all. Yeah, I don't know. I think they gotta they gotta they get they gotta you know find what works and just do what works and not worry about what the other guys are doing. They, I would like that. They're not gonna do that, but I would like that. I think you're right, though. When you when you're talking about that's interesting, too. If we're talking about Marvel and DC for a moment, and we're talking about saturation and oversaturation, Marvel is definitely saturated with their own content. They're competing against themselves for viability. Where DC, you know, I give Black Adam a five, but it's an enjoyable film. And I would watch it again. If you look at it. the DC content this year, you're talking Black Adam. You're talking yeah. Sandman. You're talking the Batman. You're talking Superman and Lois. What are we not talking though? We're not talking Aquaman. We're not talking right. But the stuff that right. is the stuff they dropped. Even the one we gave a five is still a banger. It still it still does what it set out to do. Like it didn't. It, it, they don't have a She Hulk right now. They don't have a Doctor Strange moment. They don't have flops. They don't have disappointments. Like they. They Peacemaker killed it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Peacemaker yeah. like beats, in my opinion. I know I'm a DC guy, but Peacemaker beats most or at least 80% of what came out in Disney Plus. Well, because it's his own thing, right? That's it goes back to exactly what I was saying, I think. It's like when they do their own thing and not try and fall into but look, that but, same mold. but look what Peacemaker did. Peacemaker is his own thing, but they're still saying the Suicide Squad movie still happened. Yeah. That still happened. Justice League brought, showed up at the brought. end. Exactly. So Peacemaker still was like, I'm my own thing, but we're still connected and still beat everything with the exception of maybe um, Loki and uh, right. Moon Knight. Maybe. I might put Peacemaker over Moon Knight, bro. Peacemaker was dope. Peacemaker John Cena killed it. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah. did. He definitely did. John Cena killed it. Well, you know, the other thing about DC is they lean more into... Uh, adult storytelling you know they're not they're still family not i mean uh suicide squad is definitely not they're just a little more harder they're not disney 
Yeah, they're not yeah. Disney. I yeah, guess that's what Disney. I'm going to say. They're not trying to necessarily put the whole family unit at the seat. And the fact that DC has been losing in the box office, sometimes, like if you had, like I said, that popular guy in school that never had to work hard to get the girl comes back later and he's being outclassed by the nerds, he has two choices. Get better, get smarter, or continue to be on his mom's couch. DC's in a place where it's like, it's time to get better and smarter. We thought we could just come in here with our big boys and take over. We can't. So now yeah. we're the underdogs. So but now you bring out the peacemakers. Now you bring out the characters. You would have, We would have never had a peacemaker but series. But that's the irony of what's happening in DC right now. They've literally just taken all those things that you're actually talking about and they've shelved them or erased them and they said let's go back to the big dogs now i want them to go back to superman i'm me i die in for a superman movie and i'll watch a dozen bad superman movies just so i can have a few moments but they've shelved like would this regime have even done the suicide squad i don't no. know would this no. regime have even done peacemaker but what we're talking about is peacemaker Suicide Squad. But I don't think that's the movies we're going to see coming up next. We won't. And Marvel Marvel didn't do what they did out of brilliance. You just didn't have access to the Fantastic Four and X-Men. If you did, you would have started your universe with them. The big yeah. dogs. So DC is like, and it makes sense. How are we going to make a DC cinematic universe and we're not using Superman? Hmm. That's You can't. Hmm. Doesn't even make yeah. sense. He's the linchpin. Well, and he's also the number one. 1938 this guy's been big papa he's the, he's the guy and the rock even said like we need the biggest and the best most formidable guy like he's the one and for marvel's defense well because he's like it doesn't make sense and but for marvel's defense they've been working hard for years to figure out how to get spider-man back because you can't have an mcu without a spider-man and an x-men there like you but know it's not really uh there's not a Superman. I mean, who's even the at really the Superman? Spider Man. Spider Man's Spider Man's the face. Spider Man's their guy. And if you're gonna have a Marvel Cinematic Universe and you don't have Spider Man involved in the Avengers or anyone at all, for Marvel people, that's it, it sticks out. We're like, yeah, you know, you, we know you can't have them. We know why, but like, you're still kind of playing with the B players. Hmm. It's great B players, but you're still kind of you're not playing with the A squad yet. It's funny because Spider-Man's not necessarily a leader like that, where Superman's also a leader. Yeah. He's not just the face of the oh, comic. He's I, I don't mean leader. I don't mean the content of the character more as the face of the brand. Right. I mean, how many how many Marvel comics do you have where the logo is Spider-Man? Just a Spider-Man face. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Spider-Man movies hit that billion dollar. You know, the Spider-Man movies. He's a flagship. Well, He's a Captain flagship. America is the other. If you're talking about the logo brand on comics, it's now, Captain America is the next big one. I think more recently, I think he's a B player. I think because of these movies, he might have became one. Captain America is older than Spider-Man. I'm talking about the people who don't read comics. That's the guy. Well, everyone knows Superman. Everyone knows Batman. Everyone knows Spider-Man. It's true. And things ebb and flow. You know, something right. something special started happening in Marvel in the 60s and 70s. And they're really, I mean, Jim Lee was there. Jack Kirby was there. You had just really interesting stuff started happening with these characters. And um, you can tell, like, Kirby they spent there. years. Um, 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 James Cameron was attached trying to get a Spider-Man movie made. I don't think they were spending 30 years trying to get a Captain America movie made. 
And they, they made one back in the 80s and it didn't do well. Spider-Man, <laughs> you always had the cartoons. You always had that 70s series. And eventually, I mean, they, we had a Japanese Spider-Man series that started the whole Power Ranger thing. Like Spider-Man is yeah. always a part of the culture. Yeah. And he wasn't allowed to play. Um, next question. <laughs> So I think we're all saying it's not oversaturated. We and, and you were gonna get good and bad, but give us everything. Um, I think we might have covered this. Like, where do we see things going? Like, where, 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 where do we see things going? Um, where do we? Want it's not gonna get. It's not gonna be less. And that's one thing that Hollywood's made clear uh, time and time again. They tend to double down. So and I don't want it to be less. I don't want. I don't want to be less. But the rich, main, not sure. Uh, I mean, listen. They're going to put that garbage out. They're going to keep putting the garbage out, and then you know, eventually, some as, as Chris would say, you throw spaghetti on the wall until something sticks, and then you it's go. True. With it. it's does, true. Chris say, does Chris say that? Yeah, something like that, right? I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> it's, like Close enough. it's the same. It's the same principle, though. You're right, yeah. though. You know, you don't have to consume everything, but you you make enough stuff, something's going to be a banger. So give it or give it all to me. Let me sort it out. But consider this, since, since the early 2000s, where comic book content has really been pumped out as live action stuff, I remember when, like that first few years, everyone was saying, this is going to play out in a couple of years, they're going to die, blah, 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 and then 10 years pass, and like, this is going to play out, y'all, this is not playing out, this isn't like no. the vampire phase that pops up every every few years, and you get like three vampire shows and then they fizzle out or it's this phase this is different this the superhero stuff has been around since the 30s and this is just the next evolution of it it's not going anywhere yeah it's it, it's the soap opera it, it's it's built to never end like it yeah. like all those other like vampire like there's an ending to that young adult novel there is an end with these kind like superman is still fighting Brainiac somewhere in these comic books. He's still right. the same guys in the movies. Man, this IP is grossing a billion, dude. And that's the other thing. There's there is no end to good source material to go mess up Civil War. There's no end to good source material. And I mean, look at what's happening in the Batman run right now. This is great source material that is probably going to be destroyed. Ten years from now, when they try to put it on in a live action, that no, no, they they're gonna make a hush version eventually. They're gonna make a court of owls version of something eventually, and we're gonna sit here going, "Oh, you mother skunkers, man!" But what, yes, these? the vocal minority will who read this stuff, but the people that spend the money at the tickets don't read no court of owls graphic novel. They're gonna go to a movie and go, "I loved it." Yeah. We're going to be like, no, they got it all wrong. He's, they shouldn't even have been. Smallville went on for 10 years bastardizing his whole source. Yeah, because how do you have Superman in, in Smallville four years after he graduated? Yo, Clark Kent in high school fought Doomsday and won. <laughs> what? I must have been, I definitely fell over that. And Rich, Jack watched that. He had the nerve to sit and watch that. But he's going to talk about all this stuff. Today you sat and watched Clark, Not and I wasn't Clark. happy about it. He beat Doomsday. He beat it. Zod. He wasn't beat happy about it. Zorro. He beat Brainiac all, all before in he could fly. high school. But it was oh. never Superman. I'm sorry. Hang on. Pause. 
Pause, rewind, step back, two seconds. Superman was never actually in the Smallville series. No, Sorry, he, wasn't, he, was. he was still 16 when he beat all these And guys. I'm not taking anything away from Tom Welling or Smallville, but it was never a Superman show. Either way, Clark can't beat these guys before he turned 18. Right, in the, <laughs> the blur, whatever his name is. And, and it went on for 10 years because the people that enjoyed that series did not care whether it yeah. matched the comics. I, yeah, I, I agree with that. Well, well I didn't care. I didn't care if it matched the comic, but after a while, I was like, "This is garbage." Like, but that was the this? Well, you're right, but it was after a while because it was plausible for the first at least four years. Great, first four years was great. You can't argue that he's in high school and it's growing pains. But after that, you're like, "What are we watching anymore?" I'm going to agree with that. I think I have a DVD box set up. Rich, I used like to borrow yours. I used to borrow yours. Yeah, and I stopped. I was like, nah, I'm like, especially when I, yo, Bow Wow, I don't even, what character did Bow Wow play? Bow Wow was in Smallville? Bow Wow was in Smallville, my guy. Man, yeah. I forgot yeah. who played. But they all were. It was, this was the CW, it was like the late 90s or early 2000s. Anyone that was connected to pop culture might have shown. I, Christina Milian was in an episode. Like everyone that was hot, they was on Smallville. Listen, Smallville, you have to, you have to look at all this. For me, I look at it as like a multiverse. They all they're they're all what you have to look at. You have to look at the entire DC run as a multiverse. Marvel and that's the difference. Well, but DC's been doing it since day one. Marvel now draws distinction that it's multiverse. Everything in the 1970s, Spider-Man was Japanese and he piloted a giant robot and fought monsters. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. They were like, we don't care. They recognize the costume. They'll watch right. the show. I mean, we are more sophisticated now, but and I think debatable. I think we're gonna get more. We're gonna get good stuff. I think we're. I think DC. We're gonna get. We're gonna get Superman. Whether we're happy or not, it remains to be seen. I. I. I wonder. It's weird, right? Because like, you have these Zack Snyder fans that are going crazy on Twitter. I read. I go onto their pages, and they're like, "Restore the Snyderverse, you mother!" They're going hard. They're angry. And it's weird because you have Henry Cavill back as Superman. Wonder Woman's doing well. If God still wants to make him, I'm sure they'll put the money in him. Aquaman, the first Aquaman movie grossed a billion. If part two does the same, you know you're going to get a third one. Right. So although they're not Snyder, they're still Snyder-ish. Well, he he cast these actors. They're part. Of, they're still part of what came out of his brain, and they, they, he gave them their debuts in his movies. Well, so how they, do you he set the tone? That's for sure. So we, I guess, uh, I, I'm about to answer my question. We just need Flashpoint to come out. That's the thing where they can reboot, and it makes sense. <laughs> and it would have been out, wouldn't it? Have been? Yo, it would have been out. But now they got to redo Flashpoint. Actually, put Superman in it. Since they're gonna take a whole other year to redo this, and they're redoing the uh, Michael Keaton stuff in it, and they added Ben Affleck to it, they might as well freaking. Pause again and put Henry Cavill in it and just do the thing right. You're going to open up the DC universe and maybe reboot. We don't even know that they're rebooting. You just keep saying that they're going to reboot. Well, I say that because, and and I guess this goes back to what we said. That's what the comics did. That that was was DC Comics' way of rebooting their universe, was have this time travel thing and the Flash comes back to the present and things are different and it's the way they want it to be. Hmm. Um, And here, you're right. Maybe they might go in and do reshoots because they're like, this is the way we want the rest of the world to be so we're gonna we're gonna the way you want it to be under the old regime is not good enough so at the end of this we're gonna change it'd be that'd be freaking great 
I don't think I need Michael Keaton back after that those movies. I think there was talks about him being the permanent Batman. After Flashpoint, although I would love to see Batgirl, he shouldn't be our Batman, right? Yeah. Permanent Batman? I mean, if we have a Batman Beyond, he could be our yes, boot. He could be, he could be our guy yeah. in the cave, but I don't even want a Batman Beyond now. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll take it. Get this I'll world's Batman going. I'll take it. I'll take it. I think it could just be by itself. I'll take it. No I mean, how many different Batmans have there been in the content? A lot, actually. Yeah. Live action or, or, or in the con? Yeah. No, I'm talking about source material. And you know how many people have put on the Bat costume for a day or two? Well, that list is insane. I don't want a Batman beyond anything until we get Batman's world going. I'm gonna get Batman Beyond before I get this kid in Euphoria playing Robin. Y'all tripping. <laughs> this, kid, this kid in Euphoria ain't gonna be a kid much longer. Y'all been having yeah. kids so hard. Fast. Dude, and I'm saying, like, build out, build out his world. Give him his Robins, his Batgirl, his his Azriel. Like, give him his world before we jump into the future. Yeah. I mean, yeah. look, I'm not gonna argue with you. I'm gonna I'll take all the Batman contact and get just I know you will. You just, 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 just make it right. But, just but that's the conflict it. of interest, right? Because you've kind of had that a few times. We've had the Batman Michael Keaton series, right? We've had Batman Christian Bell series, and now we're about to get Pattinson. Can I tell you the problem with all these though? Since they all quick. well, they all want to start, but Batman Michael Keaton, Christian Bell, Pattinson—they're still all just Batman in his first two years. Right, mm. they're all the same exact time period that of his career. All those movies start out with Batman kind of like on the ropes with the law. By the end of the first movie, the law's with him. Second movie, he's kind of doing his thing as Batman. There's still the beginning. We we don't we haven't seen Ben Affleck's the only Batman we've seen established. Yeah, and George Clooney. Yeah. Well, George Clooney. Forget <laughs> <laughs> about those ones. Um. Last two questions. We'll make them quick. How has 2022 been? Meh. Yeah. Up and down, hit and miss. DC has been a banger. I don't care what y'all say. DC has been fire. What's DC been Give me Sandman. Oh, I mean, yeah, Sandman. Moon Knight was great. Moon Knight, yes. No, wait. No, that's not DC. We're talking about DC right now, Chris. I'm just talking Uh, about just in general, just 2023. Sandman, Peacemaker. Uh Yes. The Harley Quinn freaking animated series is a banger. Superman and Lois is a banger. The Batman okay. was great. Black I'm Adam's like the Lois. only Superman and Lois is good. If you say but so. That's what's Lois. interesting. DC's had like five or six things that have come out. Marvel's had a thousand. I mean, really? <laughs> a lot. It's like they're competing with themselves. They're competing with like Star Wars, which is competing with themselves. It's it crazy. Did you know they dropped Miss Marvel and the Obi-Wan series at the same time and put all the marketing towards the Obi-Wan? And it's like before they wouldn't do that. You would have a Marvel and a Star Wars. So they dropped them. I'm like, you guys are you're competing with yourself. You're cannibal- yeah, you're cannibalizing your own, your own stuff. It's, huh? it's like and the marketing was going towards Obi-Wan. And it's like Miss Marvel needs the marketing. She's the one that's the new character. So let give her her, I don't know what. But maybe so they did. When, when I when I used to when I used to work I used to work for a marketing company and uh, we used to do uh, like demos and product sampling for you know big companies right. So for example, we did one for an alcohol company. I wanted to come up with a new flavor of tequila. So when you do something like that, you have your core base 
And then if you come out with a new flavor, you have to figure out how much will cannibalize from your core base, but how much will you bring in with that with that new addition? So it's mm-hmm. kind of like what these guys are doing. You got to figure out like, okay, we're ha- dropping these both at the same time. Is it going to cannibalize from one pool or is it going to be so much content that's going to bring more where it end up with a net gain? you know, over over what we started with. And I don't know if that's true with Marvel in this scenario. I don't know. I see you're watching it, you're watching it. Yeah. It's but not like you they, can't they, watch it next week. No, but the marketing dollars went towards one of them. Uh, Obi-Wan was the one on all the billboards. Obi-Wan was the one that's being well, Obi-Wan was a big deal. Miss Marvel wasn't such a big deal. Right. So it's like that that goes to my first thing of like these things still need to feel special because there's a lot of stuff on TV. And you're competing with TikTok too. Like we're we're consuming content all day long, and if you're making these superhero things so commonplace, they don't feel special. I'll get to it. I have Disney Plus. I'll get around to it. Yeah. And it's like since when we're geek? We we're superhero geeks from the '80s, guys. When we was '80s babies. Since when did these things feel like you'll just get around to seeing Batman Returns? No, yeah. this joint yeah. drop. We yeah. gotta go see this thing. Well, that's the other thing that's so interesting. You don't even have to go to the theater anymore. You just have yeah. to either it's coming out the same day at your home or you just have to be more patient. I think that's changing. The dude that's over Warner Brothers DC right now, he's the guy that's like, I understand why you guys did what you did for COVID, mm-hmm. but Mission Impossible is showing us we can go back to the theaters. So we're not doing the Batgirl HBO Max. No, we're not doing none of that crap y'all want to do and throw it on TV anymore. Did you mean Top Gun there? Did I say Mission Impossible? I did yeah, say Tom. You did. I'm, I'm like, did I miss the Mission Impossible, man? I, I did say Tom. That, 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 Tom, that Tom Cruise movie is where he's saving the day and he's doing something <laughs> Tom death Tom Cruise will play anyone in this theater. It doesn't matter whether it's Civil War, Pandemic, or but Tom Cruise changed the post-pandemic game. He was like, we're not putting this movie out until we can. They waited, and it made all the money. So these studios are like, it's time to change this same-day format. Yeah. And Warner Brothers DC are like, we're going to do you even better. The crap that we thought we were going to put out, not saying Batgirl's crap, but he must have looked at it like, so you put $70 million into one of our billion-dollar IPs, a Batman-related character, you put $70 million into and you're dropping it on TV with Michael Keaton in it? That's how we're doing it? He's like, no. How are we not, not seeing this movie, though? I just told you. Come on. <laughs> I just told you the reason. Ugh. It's because you wrote a play and you meant for it to be done in your garage. A producer came on board and said, I love your idea, but hell no. Hell no. We're going to rewrite this and we're going to put it on Broadway. But what about my garage version? It's so intimate. I don't care. (laughs) Don't care. (laughs) You're too good to be in the garage. So we're going to repackage this, redo it, probably recast the whole thing and rewrite it. And then put all the money and put it on the main stage. Where anyone named Bat belongs. Can we got we were getting a TV Batgirl movie, guys? Like, think about it. It was a TV movie. Yeah. yeah. This guy came in like, what are you doing? You know how much money we can make? <laughs> You're hoping to get more subscribers for HBO Max when we can do this right and make a billion dollars? Like, y'all are ridiculous. Y'all are playing this pandemic game. Look at what Top Gun just did. <laughs> mm. yeah, I guess. Yeah. Money, man. And then Flashpoint gets postponed to who knows how when. So the first time you're going to see Michael Keaton in a bat suit is going to be in a TV movie. Yeah. That's not a good look. That's not a good look for your whole universe. That's the only argument I've heard for that so far, I'll be honest with you. Well, you know. Yeah. (laughs) 
Oh, man. Last question. Um, what would you like to see in the next three years? What movies would you like to see come out? What do you want to see happen in the next Superman? three years? Take a Superman movie. Yeah. Yeah, Superman. Yeah, yeah I'll see that. Um, Flash, hopefully, maybe. I hope X-Men. Next year, X-Men. Yeah, X-Men, yeah. I'm nervous for X-Men. I'm, I'm nervous for Disney MCU X-Men. Me too. I don't know why. Because you, you saw how they handled the tone of She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. But I mean, because it's because X Men, there's so much depth. They're more than just costumes and cool powers. Yeah. And I don't care if they get the yeah. costumes right. That's like half the battle. X Men is like we kind of make fun of all black and all that stuff. But X Men Two is a dope film, and they went into feeling marginalized, and they 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 hit the the chord there. Yeah, X Two is a, a really great film. It hits man. And they had that whole scene where Wolverine shows up and you have the dude trying to tell his parents he's a mutant and like oh yeah like like they they hit it hard. Yeah, so how but... does how does the X Men fit into the cinematic universe? Well, we know Miss Marvel's a mutant, so she's the kind of the first mutant, and Namor, I think Name Namor. He, I think he's going to be a mutant. So we yeah. we have mutants. I don't know. Listen, there's only one mutant we need to be talking about, and that's Deadpool. Deadpool <laughs> three, okay? <laughs> We're going to have Wolverine. What are we talking about right now? Yeah, he's kind of right. That movie's yeah. going to be sick. But I don't see how that movie's not a standalone. Although but, everybody yeah. could be in it. It's not going to push the phase forward. It's going to be its own. Listen, but you know what? That's okay. Wait, wait. Wow. Yo, man, Rich, I'm apologizing right now. Because if they do to you what they did to me, with that Doctor <laughs> Strange movie. Oh, he doesn't want you to be hurt like him, Rich. Oh, man. man. Because you no. know it's a whole new regime. It's not the same studio now. It's the same people involved, though. It's the yeah. same writers and directors and all that stuff. It's not the same house. Rich, if it's uh, rated PG-13, then you just need to yeah, go. Yeah, I'm going to be upset. You just, need to, you just need to go in knowing. But I don't think it will be. I think yeah. I think, I think, think Deadpool... They got to keep it rated R. I think that, yeah, yeah. I think they have to. I think Ryan Reynolds wouldn't do it. Yeah. But then he's probably getting paid a lot, though. So he yeah. might do and it. And Hugh Jackman's <laughs> on board now. Oh, come on, man. It's going to be great. What about you, um, Lauren? What do you got? I real I, I well everything you guys said. I I want I want another Spider Man movie. Like I want to see what's his life is like. Oh yeah, being broke now, like being broken to nobody. He's, to he's kind of the Peter Parker we see in the comics, or at least that you know we kind of grew up with a bit. So yeah. I want to see how that fits, and I don't think we will. I don't know. Sony still has the license. They, they I don't know. I don't know if we're gonna get one. Right, um, because. Because for that version of Spider-Man to be in the MCU, he needs the group dynamic. Otherwise, you're just stepping all over Sony's toes. Well, Disney can buy Sony in the next couple of years, so it might happen. They're buying everybody. That is true. And then we really get Andrew Garfield and Toby back for a whole Spider-Verse and cast. I don't know who I cast as Miles Morales. We might need a live-action Miles Morales. Yeah, Yeah. we need that. Yeah. Maybe. Weren't people pushing for um, that kid from Blackish to be Miles Morales? Like, or maybe he was pushing for I that. think he was pushing. He was pushing. Yeah. Yeah. That he kid was from Blackish ain't going to be a kid much longer if he nah. even is at this point. Tom Holland's not going to look like a kid. He yeah. already doesn't. Did you see the Uncharted movie? No. 
No, no, no. Yeah. So part two. It was like it was so, less yeah. than all right. I want if if they never make a Spider Man movie again in this regime, I'm like, well, that's a dope ending to his next chapter. I'm like, cool. Yeah. But it'd be nice to see it. It'd be yeah. nice to see him try to have to get Mary Jane or MJ back and 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 kind of like reset the universe in this other way, you know. And we finally have him dealing with great power comes great responsibility. It was his aunt instead of his uncle, but now he's finally doing the Spider Man things we've been waiting for. Yeah. So I'd like to see that, man. And of course, give me a Batman sequel. I want the Batman sequel. Um, Mr. Freeze? Yo, how about that Mr. Freeze costume? Uh, We posted an image of some Mr. Freeze cosplay and sick. Check that out on Instagram. That's what I want, man. Um, Did everybody answer? Did everybody? Jack, did you say? You said, yeah, I think that's every. So, yeah, I mean, that's kind of our our talk just about where things are with. um, superheroes and tv give me more some are going to be great some are not going to be great but i'm just happy they exist guys we can wear a black panther t-shirt you can wear a sandman t-shirt and somebody will stop and be like oh that's freaking dope remember how yeah. we wouldn't wear that in high school or at least i oh, wouldn't yeah. wear that in high school i wouldn't wear that in my high school no. <laughs> jeff you're a rebel it's a privilege no yeah uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. depending on what high school you went to no no he's doing that of toxic stuff. Yeah. There's a certain way you had to dress, <laughs> or yeah. you just—I never, and I never cared about what anybody thought about anything. Yeah, yeah but these people will drive you to um, destruction. <laughs> 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 like, yo, bully! Like when you you don't think about it, Rich. But that's straight up like bullying you to be a sheep. If you didn't wear the right sneakers, I think one yeah. time I went to school. <laughs> Yeah, I went to school, and my mom got me these shacks from Piglets. <laughs> <laughs> I went to school in shacks, and I got clowned so hard, so hard. Oh, it's ridiculous! It was like that. It was. It was like that. I mean, yeah, I don't think I was ever really bullied from. Not nah, now nah, in elementary school. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit, but I was like the biggest kid in in my class. They're like one of the biggest kids. So like your the clothes older kids, always dope. Always older kids would bully me. You had them Carl Canais. I'm Carl Listen, you know what? Man. I had the LA Gear pumps. I remember those. I had the, you the, did the, have the LA. Gear. I had the pumps. I had the Reebok pumps. I had the Reebok pumps. Listen, it was because we used to we used to go school shopping, and you know you get them one good. Pair of sneakers, yeah. And I make sure that they were dope, as dope as my father could afford, and I kept them joints clean all year. Right, Dude. Jack. It was so bad where if you wore name brand, people would check your tags in the hallway, yeah. and they find out you wearing something fake. You might yeah. as well leave school. Just switch schools. Switch schools. Oh yeah, you would get clowned, and not like clowned like how you make fun of me. I can ignore it. Like the clowning, eventually, it like like. They might just grab your book bag and run down the hallway. <laughs> like it, now, it's affecting your day until you fight. Until until you do the thing, which usually happens is you get into that one fight, and they see that you can throw hands. And nobody messes with you no more. See, that was kind of that was that was me in school back then, though. I'd fight with anybody. Damn, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I had wars with the principal one time too. That got really? me, uh, yeah, suspended for a few months, but not arrested. <laughs> You know, the problem was, is I never saw authority as authority. I saw them as people. 
and people are just flawed individuals that often, you know, don't necessarily make the right calls. That that's the and I'm this is no slight, but that's the privilege. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Well, listen, I, I and you should. I mean, if you have privilege and you're not using it, I'm really mad at you. Yeah, why not? I got into a fight in junior high on the bus, and the principal was like, was trying to pull this whole black on black crime thing. My pops, and you know, my pops, he wasn't putting up with that. He was like, Excuse me? It was just two kids having an argument. In fact, he was being messed with multiple kids, and he was just defending himself. And this black on black crime—is this the same thing you say with white kids fighting? For those who don't know, Rich's dad is a retired NYPD detective. Yeah, he <laughs> he's seen—he's seen some real stuff. Yeah. But um, yeah, this took a turn. It really took a turn. I don't even know how to segue this back, but um, this is the state of superhero movies. Yeah, yeah, they make you take a turn. They make you take a turn. They make you self-reflect. They make you look into your own life. Because Peter Parker was a victim of vicious bullying, and he never found his voice until he put on a costume, had a big ego, and didn't stop the guy who had killed his uncle. So for those of you out there being jerks, stop, because you might be bullying the guy who might save your life one day. There you go. Yeah, that's true. I'm not entirely sure what I think just happened, but (laughs) (laughs) Chris, what up? You got some recommendations? I do. I do. Want to want to hit me off with the jingle jack? Recommendation. (laughs) So, in honor of the cruise show uh, we just did, here are some good team up movies for you guys to for everyone to come together um, and feel good. Number one, it's funny because a lot of these we spoke about in the in the show, Avengers, great of team up movie. Everyone comes together. Mm-hmm. That that scene where they where they all come together is one of the most magical moments. Um, Expendables is an eighties action orgasm Ooh, come to life. Wow, an eighties oh, action yeah. orgasm Especially the come to life. <laughs> Wait, can we unpack that? Eighties <laughs> <laughs> action orgasm come to life. Yeah. Did you come up with that? Yes. Wow. That's my own tagline. When Special. I first saw when I first saw the, the preview for it. I'm like, this is this reminds me of the eighties when I when I, <laughs> when I had the orgasms and it was an action having the orgasms. <laughs> Somehow a, a grease of alone reminded me of <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, next, I got the Fast and Furious franchise because family. family. Everyone's coming together. It's family. Next, one of the one of the greatest uh, team assembly movies series is a uh, Ocean's Eleven, uh, Ocean series. Ocean's Eleven, Twelve is just oh. you son of a bitch. I'm in. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, that's some great dialogue in that movie. He'll kill you, <laughs> and then he'll go to work on you. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, one that you may not think of, but it's a great team-up movie is Reservoir Dogs. Because they all brought you together. Say that's a team up. They brought like all. They were all brought together. Yeah, but they, they they didn't get along. But they were all brought together as a team. So and they all killed each other movie. by the end. Yeah, but still, they're still brought together as a team. You're right. So you're right. It. In true Chris fashion. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Um, I feel like I should have an honorable mention here. 
This is uh, Zack Snyder. Justin. There you go. I feel like there's another one. Uh, there's another one. There's a team up. Suicide No. You're thinking double team with Dennis Rodman and John Claude Van Damme. Oh, Chris, yeah. you son of a. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. There was, I think, a move that Jean Claude did in that joint. No, wait. He says, yeah, when he split no. between the. When he, no, wait. Was that. When he split between time the, cop. The time cop. Oh. This dude did a split on the counter in his tidy whities Yeah. And had a bunch of dudes in the theaters going crazy in a good way. <laughs> But I don't know if there's a bad way, but <laughs> yes. Well, that was it, Chris. Thank you very much. Well, I hope you enjoyed this show. I hope it was an 80s action orgasm for you. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> oh, man. We have, go on our YouTube, man. We have videos dropping all the time. Check out our playlist, unboxings. Make sure you like comment tell a friend we got instagram we got tiktok everything is in the description below we'll yes, see you did. next time yes, <laughs> yes, yes rich yeah <laughs> we do have tiktok what are you over there watching them tiktoks <laughs> i like one of them grandparents hey you are you you're tweeting on them twizzlers <laughs> Tweeter. That's what my pops calls it. On Facebook. (laughs) On TikTok. Excuse me. And um, yeah, man, leave a uh, review. Tell a friend about it. Let us know what you want to hear and we'll talk about it. But we'll see you next time. Same bad time, same bad channel. Peace! Peace. Hawk 180.